1: Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies.
2: I am Luke. I'm
1: Salty. I'm Cam. Gents. How are we? We're good. 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 How are you? I'm glad to hear it. I'm good too. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. And so, of course, our theme for today, our topic, Valentine's Day conspiracies, of course. Yeah. No, that would have made sense. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't have because
3: it's not going to come out today. No. No. And also, I after I was like,
1: "Oh, Robbo, why are we doing these ones? Why are we doing Valentine's Day?" I looked. That's it up. a
3: spot on impersonation
2: of yourself. Here, <laughs> yeah. <by the> way. <laughs> I, I looked it up, and it's
1: like, "Oh, Valentine's Day is to sell more Valentine's Day cards." It's like, really, guys? That's the best you can come up with?
2: Wait, people are making YouTube videos about that? No, that's just that's oh, okay. just
1: the in the global consciousness. Yeah, right. That's the Valentine's Day conspiracy. It was well, it's not by to, Hallmark. Yeah, it's a Hallmark holiday. Yeah. It's like no one's like, oh, Valentine's Day, it's to promote the bloody overpopulation of the planet. Someone. Someone feed.
2: surely is about to that. More anyway, loosh. Anyway, next year we'll do Valentine's Day and we'll release it on Valentine's Day. Or we might not.
3: No, maybe we won't.
1: What are we going to do this year? Every November 14 they need their loosh. What are we going to do this year? Uh, this right now, mm. today, this today. episode, we're going to be looking at Saturn. Mm-hmm. That beautiful red orb.
2: Uh, no, I don't know if it's red. Whatever fucking color. Yeah, Mars is red.
3: That yeah. ringed, that orange ringed. No, that's Jupiter. It's kind of a bluey grey color. It has yeah. rings on it. Yeah. With rings. Yeah. It's not red or orange. Yeah, though. it's not red or orange. I would have thought it was
2: tan. Tan coloured.
1: Tan is like red and anyway. Oh no! Let's not get into that. Okay. It's the one with rings. Yeah, yeah.
2: The big one. The go around. The big one. Not quite as big as Jupiter. The, not, like, but much bigger than everything else.
1: Not the one with rings, which are just on it. No, no, no. no. It's the spinny rings. Yeah.
3: Doesn't another planet have smaller rings? There's like.
2: Yeah, I think one of them does.
1: Um, Venus.
3: Venus or something has them. Yeah. They're anyway. Not as, not as impressive as the. The mighty rings so of Saturn. The mighty Saturn. rings of Saturn.
2: We're not here to talk about Venus. We're also going to be talking We're here about
3: Saturn. Elon Musk.
2: Old Muskie, what's he been up to? Well, you'll find out. Oh, okay. Exciting. That's a little hold, bit of a tease.
1: Love yeah. your bloody gunpowder.
2: So, what is the whole dealio with Saturn?
1: Oh, I don't even know where to start. It's the sixth rock from the sun.
2: Yep.
3: Is it? Yeah. Isn't it the furthest one out? Saturn? Saturn. Saturn. Did you even look this up at all? Did you do any research on Saturn? You've got like Uranus after it. Oh, yeah. Easy. N- Neptune can after I- the Uranus. Can I- and then depending on what mood science is in, Pluto. Oh, yeah, it is a six planet. Well, did, did they only
1: know about six or something back in the day?
3: Probably. because they probably only knew about five.
1: There's all of, well, no, but there were all of these things where they were like, oh, they didn't know about Pluto, so they thought Saturn was right. the furthest out it's like hey yeah no that doesn't that, make sense I
3: guess at one point Saturn would have been the last one they could see it's certainly one of the biggest the second mm. biggest so don't blame me blame either the
1: astronomers of yesteryear yep or to be fair all of the information that I have about Saturn uh, besides what I already knew which is that it's the one with the rings yeah. and that it's orange comes from these cooked conspiracy people so your dodgy
2: research aside
3: were you never a space kid oh space and you had little drew diagrams of the solar system and all that kind of stuff well i don't know i had
1: like the glow-in-the-dark stars on my roof yeah. <laughs> maybe that's all i needed
3: maybe i had a telescope yeah but it's like oh
1: now there's a conspiracy that someone should look into I don't well, know so. if we know anyone that looks into conspiracies you're like, oh, get a telescope. You can look at the planets. Ah. No, you just see like slightly bigger dot. Yeah.
2: Give me a fucking break. I mean, you just had a bad telescope. You just need to get a bit of telescope.
1: Yeah, if you get like a proper huge one, but on the box that's got all the planets. Yeah.
3: You're like, oh, I'm going to look at that. Telescope packaging from back in the day could probably do with a bit of an overlook. <laughs> There's
2: little rockets on it.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: okay. All right. Why don't
1: you start us off on Saturday then?
2: Well... So basically Saturn is I find this I found this one hard to, to research because Saturn was obviously a god in mythology, Roman mythology, mm-hmm. god of agriculture. And he was said to rule uh, during times of plentiful bounty. Then somehow it got conflated with Saturn the Planet, obviously mm-hmm. when they named Saturn the Planet. It's and then lived. all the kind of myths or, or the kind of the, the mythology kind of tied into with what the planet's up to. Mm. And I think it all kind of came to a head when um, they discovered that the poles of Saturn are hexagonal. Mm. So if you look at the top of Saturn, uh, it's a hexagon, yep. not whatever ours are. What are ours? We don't really have one. Are
3: circles? We don't have poles, mate. We have one thing in the middle and then a big ring around <laughs> the outside. <laughs> uh, I think basically because... Yeah, our poles are, yeah, just the top and the bottom. It's yeah. the, the land masses and ice are irregular shapes. Yeah, but. so
2: I, I think the theory is that, well, the reasoning for that is that the gas and the liquid or whatever on the, the surface is just rotating. Yeah. And if you rotate gas and liquid long enough in, a, in, a, in an orb, it basically starts to eddy right. and create little like pockets yeah. and then they just becomes like a hexagon. Okay, So I, I did see some videos where people were doing that experiment, like mm-hmm. scientists, science nerds, and you could see that it was getting hexagonal. Yeah, right. But the hexagon, obviously, people started freaking out about that
3: and going, "What is on there? Yeah,
2: uh, is it a Illuminati base? Is it?
3: Yeah, it has to be made by someone. Yeah. it has to be created. So
2: I think that's kind of what kicked everything off. Uh, and that's only kind of recent. They've only been really orbiting Saturn with a satellite since 2004, I think.
3: Right. Uh, yeah the one that was sent specifically to look at Sutton yeah that one because the other ones have gone past it before. yeah
2: maybe the, maybe they spotted it when they went past mm. it and then that one got a closer look yeah right so I think one of the one of the pictures I saw it did look like a really precise hexagon yeah but then the, the better ones which must have been from the Cassini the latest one were like it's a little bit irregular it's a little bit funky mm. it's not like a definite shape no,
1: but uh, Saturn, the god. that's in the Roman mythology. Yeah, in the Greek mythology, he was known as Kronos. Yes, the god of time. Uh, sort of like the god of death, a little bit. Just in the you know, in the long, in the long
2: run. Yeah. Did I think Cronos was one that ate his kids? Yeah. And like the theory was that one of his kids was going to take over. So every time his wife had a kid, he'd, he'd eat he'd it. He'd munch him. And then one of his kids tricked him. By like his wife secreted one of the kids away, and then when the kid got older, came back and got a job with him as like his butler or whatever, mm-hmm. and poisoned him. And then, as a result of being poisoned, he threw up all his other kids. All right, and then like started running around, and they're alive again. Should chewed your food, mate. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but also part of like the whole thing with him is he's got the scythe. So people like ah uh, like the Grim Reaper. Got a sleek, sneaky little grim reaper scythe, and he's also often depicted sort of looking a little devilly, yeah, little, little satanic.
2: There was tied in with him being Baphomet, mm. or the words Satan and Saturn are close, and that's what I found really hard about this one. All of these things were tied in in the fact that it was a big planet, and it's quite often called the Dark Sun for some reason.
3: Yeah, because they used to they thought that Saturn was a sun. They right, it used to be a star, as Well, some theorists thought. Yeah, Saturn was a star before the Sun was a star. Okay, and they thought that Saturn and I think Jupiter were the center of a dual star solar system back, you know, back in the day. Yeah,
1: yeah. back when they were using mm. shitty cam childhood telescopes. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so they think that Saturn, there's a theory that Saturn used to be a star itself. Right, and it's since died out. And now it's just a planet. Yeah, circling our Sun,
2: which is not true at all. Well, how do you know? Well, I guess I don't. I don't think
1: that's how it works, though. But then I was never a space kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, a, I was a fossil kid. I found a fossil once. Yeah? Yeah. Or yeah. well, I found a fake fossil that someone had put there to be found, clearly, to trick us into thinking there used to be <laughs> stuff before. Right.
3: Was that on like a school camp or something?
1: Uh, I don't want to say that it was on a Double Helix Club excursion.
2: What is Double Helix Club? <laughs>
1: it's the CSIRO's youth right. division.
2: The Double Helix Club. Never All right. What did you – and so they've put out fake fossils for you to find?
1: Well, the
3: government has.
2: Oh, okay. So, so it was the government.
3: Yeah. Oh, you're doing a bit. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. But like – I, were- I clearly think it was a real fossil. Yeah. I thought you meant like you went out on this nerdy camp and they were like – before they went into this little area, buried a whole bunch of fossils and were like, hey, kids, go dig there. You'll find some fossils. And of course you're going to because they fucking stuck them there because you're a little kid on camp. The, you don't the, want to go home broken hearted and fucking because you didn't get a fossil. was no, all legit. All legit. The,
2: the trick that they did on our camp when we were kids was we're in a cave. <laughs> <go> <laughs> <laughs> we we'll, we'll go caving and there was like a, a little puddle of water and they say, oh, you can't like jump over. The, oh, you got to jump over the puddle of water because if you get s- stuck in it, it's actually like a super deep cave and you get sucked in and yeah. people have been sucked into it and stuff. So when you're a kid, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to get sucked in. I need yeah. to jump over it. This is this tiny puddle. And then on the way back through the cave, they're like, oh, look, we're in a hurry. I'll go first. One of the teachers says, and they just walk through it. And you're like, ah, oh, we've been tricked. <laughs> Didn't even get a fossil. And we got lied to about a cave. Yeah. Anyway, shoe eating it. Yeah.
1: But they do teach you the dumb version beforehand. And then <laughs> later on, they update <laughs>
2: their
1: teaching. <laughs> anyway, Saturn. So did you, the hexagon, though? Yeah. When you 3Dify that? Yeah. So the, the,
2: the, Theory is if you get a hexagon, I can't really explain it without a visual aid. If you're looking at a, a cube, yeah, from like one of its points, yeah. it will look like a hexagon. Yeah, and if so if you were to squash it down at that point, it will become a hexagon. Yeah, so. The cube has significance. Did you? Even, had you mentioned a cube up to this point?
1: I'll no, I point just I
2: saw you building up to that, but I couldn't explain it without okay. going into it. So, sorry, you know, before, I ruined. I stepped on your punchline.
1: No, but you know, before you mentioned there's a hexagon, that's where they've started thinking there's something going on. Yeah. yeah, so they think the hexagon is a cube. Yeah. Now, sorry, this is hard to follow. Yeah, and that's because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why it matters that there's a cube on Saturn. I guess a cube is not a natural
2: yeah. formation. But cubes have a lot of religious significance. Yeah, sure.
1: Let's just start (laughs) with the fact there's a cube on Saturn. It's the black cube of Saturn, a.k.a. the black cube of Kronos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's a cube on Saturn. You have to understand that to understand the rest of it. Okay, yeah. Then what
2: happens? (laughs) Uh, Well, that's then significant because... There's cubes everywhere. Yeah, so um, in... Which uh, proves that there's something going on. In Mecca. there's a cube... Yeah. yeah, they a big they black cube. Yeah, and but when they go there, they will kind of stand around it. Yeah, circle it like a ring. Yeah, uh, if you look at the Star of David, the middle of it makes yep. kind of a cube. Yeah, if you like
1: draw it makes a hexagon. Hexagon, sorry. Yeah, but you can draw lines between yeah the middle parts and make a cube. A cube. A cube. Uh,
2: there's a lot of corporations that have cubes mm. as their logos. Yeah, or squares. Or squares. Which are like a cube. It's a flat cube. It's a flat cube. A cube from front on. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, cu- oh, I think that's a bit what I found on
1: cubes. Cubes appear in pop culture. Yep. The Hellraiser series.
2: Oh, uh, yep. The Star
0: Lament
1: Trek. The Lament Configuration. Sorry. The Lament Configuration. Mm. Uh, lots of
2: movies with cubes for the Lament yep. Configuration. Uh, cube. cube. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The movie Cube. Also, the sequel to Cube, Cube 2.
1: Yep, yeah. Did they say cube and then did they have a little? Did I they, think was it, it cube was. Squared? I
2: think it might have been cube squared. I can't remember. <laughs> did
1: they do a third one? or uh, after- I,
2: I think that became like a long running series.
1: After cube squared, they're like, oh,
2: I want to keep doing them, but there's nothing we could call
1: the third one. <laughs> <laughs> but it
3: would be cube cubed. Yeah. Isn't that what the three is? If you put a three?
1: Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a joke. Cube cube. <laughs> um, lots of, yeah. So cubes appear in pop culture. Yep. Boxes. Yep. So, anything with a box in it is part of this.
3: Yeah, evil.
1: Yeah. I did see. This is the thing, right? If you're gonna make the standard of proof for your conspiracy that you can see a lot of cubes everywhere. Yeah. It's like there's cubes all through pop culture. Look in the background. There's boxes in this TV show. Boxes in this movie. Boxes in this logo. If you change this logo into a cube, it'd be a cube. All right. If that's the standard of proof that you require, that's enough. You don't need to do – I saw a bunch of things where it was like – they took like movie title screens Mm. where it was like the movie title against like a sort of metallic background. Yeah. Like a lot of these Marvel movies will have like Ant-Man and it's like stamped onto – Something or it's like over like that sort of metally yeah. gray thing. Now, what else is sort of meddling gray? Only a metal. If you had a metal cube, that's what it would look like. Oh well, yeah. So you just point. have to, you just have to zoom out from this title and you'll see that it's on a cube. They the cubes on on the outside of the screen. You can't have that be part of your proof. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't get much gear about cubes other than that the cubes were a thing. Yeah, there's a cube on Saturn and there's cubes everywhere. And a lot of people were quoting like mystical texts like someone said in the mystical species book page 15 that cube and I was like what what is this proving? Oh, oh yeah, and in the Bible um, don't they have like cubits of things
1: like on the ar- when they're building yeah. the ark what's a cubit like?
3: <laughs> yeah. Bill Cosby had a whole bit on Cubits. Yeah. Well, he's ruined that, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't do that bit
1: anymore. Um, there's also like the – there's some like Kabbalah symbol that has like ten points on it. Yeah. Now, if you connect seven of those points with lines, yeah, you can make a cube.
2: That, so, there was a kind of a thing that cubes uh, often seen as the building blocks of, blocks of life. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and I think some of the Greeks said they were the building blocks of life. Yeah. It was
1: – are very much we don't have microscopes of view of the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've got, we've got enough to see little boxes. We don't have enough to see that actually everything's little circles. And even now we'd be like, oh, you think it's all circles? Actually, it's all waves.
2: Yeah. It's just energy. Um, all of the stuff, finding out about the cube and the hexagon.
1: Yeah, all the cube stuff's dumb. But the thing with the mm. like this Kabbalah thing or whatever it was, yeah. it's like you connect these seven points and it makes up a cube. And so that's like the real world. And then the other three points, which aren't accounted for in your cube, mm. are like the invisible world. Ooh. Like, See, it all makes sense. Even when you've got to like tack
2: on a bit of extra to your cube. <laughs> what is the basis for that? Just we run out like we could kind of make a cube and then we'll.
1: Well, like this would be a dumb looking cube if we, uh, if we had 10 points on it. Yeah. A uh, little cube fun you can have at home. Mm. Go find a cube. Yeah. Go find a cube made out of paper. Mm-hmm. Cut it up so you can flatten it out. Yeah. What shape would that be? Uh, just be a sneaky little cross, such what? as the one they nailed Jesus Christ onto. Or a T? Who nailed a him cross? onto the cross again? Oh. oh only the bloody Romans?
2: Oh. Wasn't it the Jews? No, <laughs> <laughs> the easy tiger. <laughs> now, that.
3: it was their idea, though.
1: Yeah, what's the point of contention?
3: Oh, okay. It's funny you should mention the cross and Jesus. Mm. It's not funny. Well, yeah, men died for your sins. Okay, it's not not funny now. Wait 30 seconds till I finish saying what I'm about to say. (laughs) Did you hear about the 17th century theologian Leo Alatius? I did not. Leo Alatius said that Jesus' foreskin was so holy that it ascended to the heavens and became the rings of Saturn. <laughs>
1: what?
3: You've never <laughs> heard of the holy foreskin? That's a holy foreskin. I don't think I have heard of the holy foreskin. The holy foreskin. It's actually a full-on thing. There's like a lot written about Jesus' foreskin. Right.
2: Is there an episode in Jesus' foreskin? <laughs>
3: an episode?
2: Yeah, like we could do yeah, a whole episode actually, of it. Actually, there probably could be
3: yeah. by what I've seen on the internet. But, yeah, he said that surely his foreskin was so holy that it ascended to the heavens and became the rings of Saturn. That is
2: an impressive foreskin.
3: (laughs) When you say there's enough for a whole episode,
1: are you basing that on exact quotes, Jesus' foreskin, or have you just searched for foreskin and seen there's a lot
3: of results? No, search for Jesus' foreskin and it's like, nine crazy things you didn't know about Jesus' foreskin.
2: I don't like how they assume what I do and do not know about Jesus' yeah. foreskin.
3: They found it in, like, some town. How could they find it if it's on Saturn? Well, that that's just one theory. theory.
2: That theologian might not be right. Yeah, I'd
1: say... He
3: probably is. Probably is, but they do say they found it. And, you know, like, communion, they're like, eat the body of Christ mm. by having a little wafer. Yeah. I think at some point in time... They used to taste the holy foreskin.
2: And I can spit it back out for the next person.
3: <laughs> Give it a little taste. Oh, yeah. Body of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> then have some wine to wash the old manky foreskin yeah. taste well, out of your just mouth. like at
2: some point, hey, you know how we do that thing with the foreskin? Yeah.
3: Let's just buy some crackers. You
2: just not do that anymore. That's really weird. Yeah. This is a weird religion. I don't want to be part of it.
3: But that is, uh, I think I, it is an accepted relic. The holy foreskin. Yeah, I feel like
2: I've heard that before. Mm. Not all oh, the licking and the not no, satin.
3: I just part. discovered that today. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the things
3: we learn. Yeah. All right, let's move
1: on from the cube, though. Yeah. yeah. So the other thing, obviously, about Saturn is the rings. Yes. Mm. Which could be a foreskin.
3: Could be the holy foreskin.
2: Yeah. You Use the correct terminology.
1: Uh Rings are quite important in our culture. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, obviously, important to your people, Robbo. Yep. Hobbits. There's, uh, but also, uh, we exchange rings when we marry.
2: Mm-hmm. Beyonce Knowles put a ring on it. It's yep. the same.
1: That is actually the same ring.
2: Yeah, she, refer- she also got married. It's
1: referring. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And the ring in that song is about. It's, a, it's ah, a, wait, okay. It's it's the the same ring. thing. It's yeah. The same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah.
3: Onion rings, delicious. <laughs> okay, there's not there's not that many more things to the rings. Calamari rings, also delicious. Do you to cook Oh, you got to cook them right. Yeah.
2: Uh, but other
1: Saturn things in our culture. Saturday. Oh, is that from Saturn? Saturn's day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that is actually what it's from. <laughs> yeah, I figured. People get married on Saturdays a lot. Yeah. Even though it's more expensive too. Well,
2: I mean, it's because everyone's everyone's at work on the other days. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why do we look forward to the weekend? Because I don't have to work, and then I've got in here in brackets weakened. As in the weekend when we're weakened, we look forward to it. Why uh, are we looking forward to the time when we're weakened?
2: It's because we don't have to go to work. Yeah, yeah, deal with the man all day, riding our ass.
1: All right. So, what's the point of it all?
2: The do you
1: have, did you find a point to all of this? Uh, no. Because there was you know, there's a lot of people going Saturn's bad. Yeah, but not all of them are like, and this is why. I did find out why. So the idea is that there's this either it's the actual god, the actual ancient god still pulling our strings. Right. Or it's just some sort of ancient cult that worships Saturn. Okay. But it's tricking everyone else into worshiping Saturn as well. So all of the cubes and everything are all part of the Saturn worship. All of the rings, all of the. The wedding rings.
2: Ah, working, so like
1: all of the working for the weekend,
2: yeah, is Saturn worship. But I mean, they're not doing a very good job of it because no one's. Aren't they? No. Uh,
1: Getting any nice Christmas presents this year, matey? Mm, like one or two, yeah. You ever gotten a good Christmas present? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Time no. I got a Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that year you got a Walkman? Yeah. What day did you get given that on, by the way? Uh,
2: Twenty fifth of December. Of December.
1: That Jesus's Jesus'
2: birthday, right? No.
1: No, it's not. No, correct a Monday. <laughs> Interesting that uh, we have that big day on December 25th yep. that they tell us was Jesus Christ's birthday. Jesus, the guy that died on the bloody cube-shaped cross. <laughs> on, the, on the flattened cube. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the bloody Ikea flat-packed cube. You know what that celebration's called, though? What? Saturnalia.
0: What?
2: Wasn't Saturnalia just kind of before that, though? Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> close enough. <laughs> close enough. But uh, yeah, all for Saturn. So when we have weddings on a Saturday, it's we're giving the energy of our money
2: to the Saturn cult. Not actually our money though; that goes to florists and caterers. Yeah, uh. yeah,
1: but the energy of the money. Ah, oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, everything's all about worshiping Saturn. Secretly, we don't realise we're doing it. Uh, do you know the god L? Yeah, no. Which is like, it's a, it's Kronos and Saturn. Oh, yeah, it's the same yeah. god. L. Yep. K A L L-Eats, Leets, maybe. I saw someone being like, L-Eats. Leets? What's Leets? The Elites. Oh, okay. Oh, you L-leets. should know what Leets are. Well, if I, I say Leet, you should be like, yeah, like me, a Hacksaw. Yeah,
2: yeah but <laughs> I, I didn't realize that cults are now speaking in Leet. No, you know,
1: the, the Elite. Yeah, right. So it's either
2: it's the Saturn
1: cult mm. pulling the strings. Or it's the actual God who's always been there in the background, being like, Oh, I wish I, I need people to worship me, but for some reason, I can't, as an actual God, I can't just make them. <laughs> I've got to trick them. Yeah.
2: It's a pretty rubbish God. I've got
1: to trick them into thinking that they're worshiping Jesus when really they're worshiping me.
2: You Satan, AKA Satan. You guys ever heard of a guy called Norman Berggren?
1: No. No.
2: He wrote The Ringmakers of Saturn, Mm -hmm. Uh, former NASA. Oh, sorry. I think he was involved in NASA and Lockheed Martin. Uh, At one point in time, he ended up completely cooked and wrote a book all about the rings of Saturn being harvested by aliens.
3: Is this the guy who says there's all spaceships in the rings? Yeah. 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 So, like,
2: if you look closely at the rings, you can see spaceships harvesting all the energy from the rings or Mm. they're putting them there.
3: Yeah.
2: Or they're. They're doing something there, but they're hiding in there. Uh, David Icke has got like four hours worth of content on this.
3: Yeah, Well, Saturn is also apparently potentially in Nibiru. Oh, yeah. Come across that. Because Nibiru apparently in the sky appears to be winged. Right. And they're saying that Saturn, when you look at it from certain angles, the rings could appear like wings. Right. On either side. You'd have to
2: get a better telescope than Cam head. Well, yeah, not Cam. But not a super good one to make it look proper, like an in-between Cam and in-between the Hubble.
3: Yeah. Just so the rings look a bit blurry. They look like wings. You go, it's Nibiru. Yeah. We're screwed. Here come the lizards. It's hiding in plain sight. It's right there. Kind of. (laughs) Unless you've got Cam's telescope.
1: (laughs) Did you guys come across the Fraternitas Saturni? I think I
2: read a little bit and then gave up.
1: They were a German magical order
2: mm-hmm.
1: which formed in like I think in the early 20th century. Uh, they got disbanded uh, by the Nazis. The Nazis outlawed them. Okay. they're like Only, uh, only Nazi magic allowed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were into Saturn magic though, this magical order. And then they reformed after World War II. Mm. But like uh, when they were outlawed by the Nazis, their main guy was like, I'm going to keep on, you can't stop me doing magic right and they're like well then you can go to jail and he probably thought well i'm getting off very lightly (laughs) (laughs) but i'm reading all of this i'm like hang on a second hang on just a darn tooting second why are you going to jail for your magical order you know that magic's not real right (laughs) and then i'm thinking is magic real though am i getting magic pilled right now why would you go to jail for magic if it's not real why are there so many magical orders?
2: Are you, is this you coming to the conclusion that magic exists?
1: Why would there be... Why there's so many magical orders if there's no magic? I think mean, you've got a good point. It's yeah. hard to argue that yeah. logic. Guess how many body degrees there are to the this particular order though? 33. There you go. Obviously. <laughs> the only amount of degrees <laughs> we care about. Uh, although number 18 is our favourite. The greatest pentalfe. No one knows really what it's about. Cause each I don't know, if we I don't know if we ever discussed what degrees are, no. like different levels of learning. Yeah. So you start out in the Freemasons, you're on degree one. Yeah. And then you've got to do so in this to get up to degree two, you've got to like write an essay. Mm. And then something like degree five is like you've got to do magic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Degree 18, uh, as far as it's known, it centers on uh, tantric mysticism and sex magic.
2: Whoa. But uh, that's all according to like leaked. For Valentine's Day, get yourself a bloody 18th degree in your life. Yeah. Spice things up a bit.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I was was like, what the hell is going on? The guy who was arrested and jailed for magic, Mm. was he locked up by the Nazis? Yeah. The Nazis didn't take them much to lock someone up. No, that's
2: true. (laughs) Uh, did he? Did he survive? And but, then,
1: yeah, yeah, right. But he could have been like, "All right, fair enough. I'm not going to do any more magic until this is over." Wink. The weird thing is, there crossed his fingers behind his back. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. Classic magician move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although that's the mark of a true magician that they can like fight the urge to cross their fingers behind their back when they're doing a trick. <laughs> <laughs> the big tell. <laughs> Here's the thing. This is an order devoted to Saturn magic. This is, And, like, this is not a – they weren't, like, a small group. They were, like, an offshoot from Alistair Crowley's thing. Or they were, like, supposed to be – supposed to be part of Alistair Crowley's, like, world domination plan mm. that he was going to – they were going to have this meeting and form this group and then they got to the meeting and they couldn't agree on anything and they're, like, we're going to form our own group. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're super into Saturn now. Yeah.
1: But they're into Saturn magic –
3: you- Harry got a telescope last week. <laughs> <laughs> We're it's into a good, Saturn now. It's a good one.
1: <laughs> you Google Saturn magic though mm-hmm. and you'd be like, number one result surely will be the magical order whose whole thing is Saturn magic. Yeah. Not even on like the first two pages of results. Really? It's all just like magic shops. Oh. It's like what little spell have they cast on the algorithm here?
2: I mean, it's probably to, just, to keep just secret. standard SEO.
1: Classic magic No, it's anti-SEO. No, but
2: for the-, the, the Oh, for the magic shops. Yeah, like it, they're, they're selling something, so they need to have- bit of, They need to like- Oh, no, there's so many other magic shops. The, called but
3: the it, order's sat- is doing classic magic, right? It's m- classic misdirection. Yeah. Can't oh. see what I'm doing. You can't see what we're doing because we're on the third page of Google. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one ever goes in there. <laughs> well, look at all this <laughs> stuff over here. <laughs> all I am doing stuff over here.
1: Uh, what else do I find? Oh, so proof that like- Christianity isn't real and that it's secretly all the Roman gods. Right. Uh Genesis one twenty six, let us make mankind in our image. Little sneaky quote from uh, the man upstairs. Mm. Let us make mankind in
3: our image. Do you sure they- really really God? He wasn't just talking super casually. The, the guy <laughs> Oh let us do this, will ya? The, the Royal owl. Oh, yeah, the uh, <laughs>
1: the bloke famous, the famously casual bloke, yeah, who drowned the whole planet,
3: yeah, He's just knocked his stubby over, <laughs> who bloody,
1: who made us all speak different languages and causing untold war and misery just because we didn't follow bloody council heart restrictions. It
2: could be, <laughs> it could be a uh... famously casual though. Come on, mate. Oh no, but it could be like a, a whoever's. Carving it in the stone at the time. All right, God, what do you got for us? Uh, 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 uh. God's like, Oh, I think he, oh, screw it. I don't have time. I've got all this pestilence to wage.
1: Anyway, I'm not the one who came up with this. <laughs> I just watched a video where someone was like, Let us make mankind in our image. Clearly, it's the bloody Roman gods doing a sneaky rite of the Bible. Ah.
3: Mm. Why are the Roman gods one of the Greek ones? Well,
2: it's all the, they're all the same gods. Yeah, just have different
3: names. Yeah, say that to a Greek person. Yeah. <laughs> Got any more satin gear? No. No. Turn it off, Malacca. (laughs) Ah,
0: All right, boys, let's get musky.
1: Has that for a catchphrase? Uh, Do you reckon that's what Elon Musk says? I'm not sure if I love it. I'm pretty sure when you
3: open the glove box in every Tesla, it's got <laughs> that embossed <laughs> on the
1: inside. Elon Musk what, has yeah. been in the news.
2: I I still don't really know where Elon Musk came from. Comes from South Africa, mate. Oh, okay. That explains it. Like, like he just appeared, this crazy rich guy.
1: Well, he just appeared uh, around 1989. They left South Africa. Interesting timing.
3: Mm. Hashtag uh, just a saying. Don't <laughs> trust anyone who left South Africa <laughs>
1: in that time frame.
3: Um, Rich guy. Yeah. Bit of a inventor type.
2: Yeah. Does the, the Tesla, Yeah. Mm-hmm. which is electric car. Electric car. Sports car. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Had a be- of batteries.
2: Yeah. Had a beef with uh, Top Gear.
3: Yeah, because they said the Tesla wasn't very good.
2: Yeah, but it turns out they'd faked all the... Mm. They were were conspiring against him.
3: Right. Yeah. Have you seen the videos online of people in the the Tesla X, which has like a drive mode called the insane mode? No. And it's like a dash-mounted GoPro of a couple of people sitting in the car. And this insane... I think it's insane mode. Um is has like so much acceleration; it's it, fucking insane. I guess that's why it's called yeah. insane. <laughs> but the videos is just like someone driving and a passenger, and the passenger is going, "Yeah, this is actually really comfortable, and really good." And then they just floor it, and like the person just whips back in the seat. They're like,
0: "Ah!"
3: Right? It looks amazing. I would love one of those cars. So,
2: he's been in the news for doing other insane things.
3: Yeah, well, he, he's done a few things lately. He's been mentioned
1: on this podcast before. He was into the simulation. Theory. Oh but yeah, the that's right. a simulation. Yeah. Sorry, I just roll my eyes <laughs> because I remembered him like tweeting with the Rick and Morty account about the world being a simulation. It's like oh. Elon Musk, go away. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a lot of gear on Elon Musk, so I'm just gonna say the one thing I have, which is I read a Miles Mathis PDF on him. Yeah, which a, a book. Uh, if it was a book, it'd be a long one. Okay. But it was just in PDF format to make it more accessible to the general public. (laughs) But with the downside that people think that it's less prestigious than a book, Mm. but actually it's more Mm. because it'd be a long book.
2: Yeah. And also you have to get Adobe Acrobat Pro. You have to pay for that. Yeah. You can't just get that for free.
1: You can just open a PDF, Robo. No, but to create one.
3: Oh, yeah. No, you are Correct. Or, or a third-party yeah. software, but yeah. like if you, you want to could, do a proper one, you could literally just use Microsoft Word and save uh, it as PDF. Nah. You could even just use Open Office and not even pay for Microsoft Word <laughs> and Creative Media.
2: Probably do it on Google Drive and save it on the cloud. Yeah, yeah.
3: Probably. Probably. All right, fair enough. Miles Mathis, very disappointing title.
1: He's like Elon Musk is an Intel creation, and i th- I thought he meant Intel, the company. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. You're saying like he's an AI. Yeah. But it's nice because he's obsessed with, like, intelligence, the intelligence community, which you can read as Jews. Right. <laughs> and he's like, Elon Musk first comes on – the first time I noticed him, he was worth $13.6 billion. Interestingly, when I wrote my PDF on Mark Zuckerberg, he was worth $13.6 billion. It's like, but Miles Mathis, you might be a brilliant portrait painter, but what do you – how are you drawing this? Con- the conclusion that this is significant? Surely the intelligence community, a.k.a. the Jewish conspiracy, are smart enough to be like, oh, Miles Mathis is going to notice if we just reuse the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't bother editing our PDF of the Mark Zuckerberg press release. The- just find and replace Zuckerberg with Musk. <laughs> um,
2: so... All the conspiracies that I found. Around Wait, but
1: there's, there was one other bit of evidence. Oh, okay. I did skim it. Okay. But the only other thing that jumped out was a uh, was like a photo from some Wired piece on him, mm. which was him in his backyard, and it's like a couple of trucks, like little tricycles on the ground. Miles Mathis was like, "Interesting that they put three trikes in the picture to remind you that uh, he has supposedly has five children, but they never show you the children."
2: Oh, I saw a picture of his kids. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like completely made up. Well. To what end? I'm not sure.
2: (laughs) So I did get some gear that he was CGI. Doesn't exist.
3: He Hmm. likes to kind of poke fun at conspiracy people like- People were saying his rocket launch that happened the other day was all C- CGI. Yeah. I think during the launch he said something like, you can tell this is real because it looks so fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Everyone was like, whoa,
2: what? <laughs> um, this guy uh, was saying, he started off this video saying that the name Elon uh, is L, as an E-L, the, the god that we talked about earlier. Yep. And if you spell it backwards, it's Noel... Kind of, <laughs> he kind of trailed off as he said that. <laughs> uh, and then he said that, uh, you know, they always give these people, you know, names like these fake creations, uh, names that are really like indic- indicative. So, Edward Snowden, he's Snowden, and Julian Assange, ass angel. angel-
1: <laughs> why, why is he an arse angel? <laughs> angel is in French
2: is ange, so ass angel. Um oh, and then what's he, what's the ass for though? Okay. Well no, he, he kind of he kind of explains. Don't roll it. your eyes okay. like I'm expected to get it. <laughs> no, he he explains it in the next in the next part. Uh so Assassin also has ass ass in. Yeah, ass. Yep. Uh and How do
3: you he, put your ass in another ass. <laughs>
2: and he says uh this person says that you know they they're also uh, obsessed with butts and anal. All
3: oh, right. <laughs> I
1: think I Feel like it's not them that's obsessed. Some <laughs> <with it. laughs> someone's definitely obsessed with the
3: butts though. Yeah. yeah. Assange, hmm ass angel. <laughs>
2: uh so basically he thinks Assange Snowden and Elon Musk are total CGI uh creations. Yeah. He he verifies this by looking at some videos of Elon Musk being interviewed by people. And you know how they interview people, uh, they, they when they interview people, they film it from two directions so they can drop in bits of the interviewer. When they're making cuts, yeah, he thinks that that's to show that, or to because they're not in the same room because he's not actually there, yeah. Uh, and then it cuts to the the lady that's interviewing him, and he exclaims, "Look at the horse teeth on that tranny!" Oh, <laughs> uh, so so that it goes from CGI to everyone's also. Um, Trend.
1: Yep, a bit of transvestigation.
2: Yeah. Uh, then he shows a whole bunch of photos of Elon Musk with his wife and some other people. I don't know if they're all his wife or, or what. Hmm. She might have died her here once. I'm not very really good at faces. He's um, had multiple wives. Like oh, has he? Okay. Yeah. Then it was probably multiple of his wives.
1: I d- <sighs> but like Unrelated to s- conspiracy, but I read an interview, like a thing with his first wife this week, where she was talking about like some encounter they'd had. I think because he was like, always criticizing her or something. she's like, you know, I'm not one of your employees. He's like, yeah, if you were, you'd be fired by now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, I can see why this marriage didn't last. (laughs) Um, One of the, one of the photos was he had his hand around his wife's waist. you could see his fingers on the other side of her. This just blew this guy's mind.
0: It's like, what are those? What is that supposed to be?
2: Like what? This is like the, the most normal looking thing you've ever seen.
1: (laughs) Uh, could I counterpoint? Yeah. Did anyone at this table uh, send to our group Slack recently a picture of someone uh, holding on to two people's arms, like someone standing between two people? Oh, yeah, that was me. And sort of leaning forward Yeah. with their legs behind one of them yeah. and exclaiming to great effect, Yeah. where are their legs? Yeah. That was me. And wouldn't believe that they were just leaning on a funny angle.
2: I couldn't work out the angle and- So you're in no position to judge. Well, I am in a position to judge because I wasn't claiming that everyone else in that picture was CGI. Okay.
3: <laughs> that that would then be, okay, fair enough. You got me. Robo spent like five days looking at that Vanity Fair magazine cover going, Oprah's got three hands. What's going on? <laughs> Did we ever suss that one out? No, nah, I think it was, I don't know. I don't know if it was- I get the feeling that they actually the photographer did that on purpose because uh, <laughs> there's so many little bits of weirdness in it. <laughs>
2: um, some other things from the photos is you can just feel that that he's not actually in the photos. Mm. You can just feel it is you know there's one trans lady and him mm. and you can you can feel that they're not there. Yeah. Uh, and also there's a picture of his twins and one of them's got his hand looks like he's doing a 3 Mm-hmm. And because there's two twins. Yep. 33. Oh. Another one, he puts his hand on his leg quickly.
1: Oh, no. Oh, and you just got us too. Yeah. You have to <laughs> say what you did, though. Uh, like the little
2: circle with the 666 symbol. Yeah. So if you do a little okay symbol.
1: Yeah. AKA the bloody getting you with a circle below the <laughs> waist <laughs> trick. Yeah. Which I can't believe you just got me with on the podcast. Yeah. Live on tape. <laughs> That's how you care so little about the quality of this podcast and so much about owning us. Yeah. That you did that.
2: I'm efficiently only. I'm doing two things at once. Mm. Uh, so he does that once in an interview and he's doing 666. This guy was cooked. I, I'm going to go back and bookmark him to look up other things. Wait, was it
1: the twin doing the circle?
2: No, the twin was holding the three.
1: All right. But the other twin wasn't doing anything.
2: No, he was just standing there looking like a dork.
1: Because if it if was the twin doing the circle, I'd be like, well, that's not 666, that's
2: 121212. 12, no, no. Uh so that's all about Musk being a CGI creation. Mm. The other big conspiracies I found were all around his rocket launches. Yes. Mm. Is that what you got, Sod?
3: Yeah. I, um, one of the first things I found which I thought was brilliant was because you know, he's attached his car to this rocket. Yeah. And there's like a space suit in it. It looks yeah. like a dude driving the car. Yeah. There's all these people that think he's pulled off some sort of perfect murder. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is great.
3: By stuffing a dude in a space suit. <laughs> A body in a space suit, sticking it in his car, attaching it to a rocket and, and shooting it to Mars. Well, <laughs> the
1: perfect crime.
2: Yeah. And it's the perfect yeah, crime. That is an evil genius move. And he's yeah. kind of an evil genius. Yeah. I love that.
3: It's great. Yeah. I can't, I, like, there's no point in even thinking about debunking that. That's fun yeah. to just think he's real.
2: Yeah. Um, a lot of the, the ones about the rockets I got were just people not really understanding physics. Right. And to be fair, I don't understand physics that well. Mm. But um, basically, one guy's looking at the, the most recent one. Uh, it wasn't the most recent one, sorry, it was the last one. They had cameras on it and, like, they had little accelerometers, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Ro- on the
1: sp- oh, Rob, I don't get too hung up on how things
2: are pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't on, cut that. On the, on the actual screen there. And, like, he's lining up when they change and when the rockets fire and don't fire. And he's like, they don't line up. You can see it's kind of not speeding up. I was like, dude, they're streaming it from space. Just, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's literally streaming his crime to the world. <laughs> yeah. um, and also he wasn't happy with how like it kind of looked like stop motion animation when the flames were going because they are kind of like flickering jumping around.
3: Mm. Again, it's video coming back from outer space. Yeah.
2: And also you, you wouldn't use stop motion animation <laughs> to fake it. <laughs> no. Like how are we going to fake this? Oh, we could use computers. Yeah. Uh, you're a CGI congregation. We should just use CGI.
1: We could just mm. cut in from the Apollo 13 movie with Tom Hanks. Yeah.
2: How about hang on? What is the, the guy from Wallace and Gromit doing there? Should we get him <laughs> um, and then he, he goes to show uh, three people that are part of the the space program. Yeah. And they're kind of commentating one of the landings. And this guy's like, "These are definitely actors. Look how they can't even act natural." Yeah. Like, well. Uh,
1: yeah, it's like a nerdy
2: scientist. Yeah. Um, and basically like he's just pausing. Like, look at this guy on the right, laughing. It's a big moment and he's laughing. Yeah, what's
1: he laughing about? What's so funny?
2: Yeah, because he's nervous because he's a nerd and he's on bloody television. Um, and then the, the stream cuts out. And before it they're like, you know, it's probably going to cut out because it's the, the landing docks in, in the ocean. Mm. And when the rocket comes down it will vibrate y- 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 and knock out the, the satellite feed. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a pretty powerful situation. Mm. And it does. And they're like, ah, you yeah, know, we told you. Haha, ha, this is kind of awkward. Now we've got to stand here in full time. Mm. And he's like, wow, oh, they laugh at that. This is supposed to be the biggest moment. And they're laughing. And it's like, yeah, it's just what people are like.
1: Yeah. It's that thing, that lack of understanding of normal human behavior. Yeah. <laughs> like the basics of human behavior. Which is weird because if you had that sort of,
2: he also he's not really like it's claiming too hard when he's when he's pointing this out, and he, he kind of you know says oh what are they doing you know what what do we pay for nothing because you didn't pay for this that's yeah, a
1: private thing
2: um, but then he's like sorry I got wound up there I, said, oh, I don't think you did really <laughs> compared to like your other things um yeah the other person I was looking at was Lionel Nation mm. you guys come across this guy oh, he's a the name is familiar he's an old dude. Kind of looks like George Carlin.
1: Yeah.
3: Is um, he the ex-radio host? Yeah. yeah. He, he pops up on Infowars quite no, a bit. We talked about him like on episode three or something. Yeah, yeah. really early on.
2: Uh, he is probably the most famous proponent of the why can't we see stars uh, question. As we, you know, when we're looking at all these rockets going into space and, and Elon Musk in particular, how come there's no stars in the background? Right. Yeah. And like, you know, he points out that light pollution and we should, just the dumbest argument, kind of not understanding Mm. How cameras work. But he's he had like half an hour of gear on this. Yeah,
3: right. So like you're a
2: somewhat, in this world, you're somewhat credible. Mm. You know, you're getting paid to do this. Have some understanding.
3: Yeah. I do like how Elon Musk also kind of likes to stick it to the Flat Earthers. Mm. Like, he's like, he's put a screenshot up of, from the car, looking out, and there's this big round earth in the background and he's just like sorry flat earthers (laughs) (laughs) but my favorite thing was like he tweeted something about the flat earth ages ago he said how come there's no flat mars society and the flat earth society like um ticked twitter account replied and said uh thanks for the question elon unlike the earth mars has been observed to be round (laughs) (laughs)
2: touché touché Uh, I was watching some other um, guys that was saying another one of his test flights was faked, and firstly he says um, he quotes Jim Morrison from "L.A. Woman," which kind of seemed out of out of you know that's a weird thing to quote. But then he says that um, Jim Morrison's dad was an agent who started the Vietnam War. Yeah,
1: so it makes sense that he quoted it.
2: And I was like, well, that's a cooked thing to say. Mm. Mm. turns out there's a bit of fact in that oh really (laughs) (laughs) so his dad uh, was in command of an aircraft carrier um, which was he was basically in command or or in a high ranking position during the Gulf of Tonkin incident Mm. so he was at the Gulf of Tonkin when that all kicked off and he was kind of in power and that um, kind of resulted in the Vietnam War but basically he was kind of outspoken at the end of it and never really got promoted uh, so yeah He – anyway, these guys were – basically their theory was that one of the SpaceX landings blew up in front of everyone and everyone saw it and no one's talking about it. Uh, Didn't
3: a few of them blow up? Yeah. I I thought it was like a massive failure on multiple attempts.
2: Yeah, one of them definitely blew up on the platform. Yeah. This one they said landed and everyone said it was success and these guys were like, nah. Right. And he's got film of it. Uh, And – It certainly does not show anything. It's from an iPhone like hundreds of miles away. You just kind of see this light. Uh, He's got his his wife and his kid there. First thing his kid says, I don't want it to land on me. It's like the kid's an idiot. (laughs) you are raising an idiot. Uh, But then like him and his wife, before you even really can see it in in the lens, in the camera, they're like, oh, it's crashing. It's definitely crashing. (laughs) And then... You see like some flame, you know, blast land and then you hear the sound and they're like, yeah, totally just blew up right then. I don't know what you guys (laughs) are looking at. There's just nothing to see. Um, But this guy also claimed that before any launch, he lives in Florida, so where it's all happening, they just chemtrail everything. Right. They just blast the whole atmosphere with chemtrails so you can't see anything and then they fake all the
3: launches. Right.
2: There you
3: go. Cooked.
2: That's all I really had on Mask. Basically, it's one of those. Oh, it's all fake. Yeah, you can see by the pixels.
3: Yeah. see, see, I, I don't like. I don't know too much about him. I didn't. He recently famously, really like uh, callously fire his assistant of fifteen years or something like that. I th- I don't know if that was recently, but it was like a little while ago because she asked for a raise or something, and he's like,
1: he, "Yeah, hey, you're fired." Uh, she asked for a raise, and he was like, "Oh, go on a." Three week holiday, and um, I'll see, we'll see how we do without you. Oh, right, she almost, That's I, wa- right, yeah. I want to see like what your job actually entails. She went away, and then he came, she came back, it was like, like her, his most loyal employee, yeah, stuck by him through thick and thin. And yeah, she got back. And he was like, Yeah, it turns out, don't need you. <laughs> that was a few years ago, though, because yeah, right. I saw like, I don't, you know, one of those question sites, like Quora right. or something. Like asked like a question Yahoo about it. Yahoo Answers, not Yahoo Answers. One of the other ones. Probably that one. There's one where like people, real people, show up to answer the questions. Oh. Like she showed up in the comments. Right, she answered right. the question about it. Uh, um, she still
2: thought it was great. That's the one that has like a five dollar, five dollar lifetime membership. So oh, it right. basically, it just weeds out everyone not paying, willing to pay that, and you get proper people.
3: Yeah. Because yeah, I get the, uh, I get the bit of a vibe that he, he's a bit of a prick. Yeah. I guess to, to make it. To yeah, be super rich launching your own rockets into space. Like mm. kind I of shit, you kind of have to be. But I have this really great um vision of him in my head as being like this kind of old timey uh inventor, like ex- like eccentric guy. Yeah. Because there's recently, you know, like South Australia's power grid was completely balked and Tesla come in not Tesla fucking <laughs> Musk <laughs> Musk come in, he might as well be Tesla. Yeah. Must come in and was like, ah, oh, I see you've got power problems. And I imagine him like flying in on this airship, <laughs> coming in and like swinging down with all this steampunk gear on. And he's like, ah, oh, I see your power grid's ruined. You know, I can fix it in a hundred days or it's free. And the government was like, <laughs> okay, like yeah, right. And like he delivered it in 13 days or something like
2: that. And uh, by all accounts, I think it's doing really well. Yeah. yeah.
3: It, it Like, I think there was a power dropout not long after it was set up and like 0.8 of a millisecond, it had stabilized the energy grid. And the guys who run the power plants around South Australia had come out and said, yeah, it would have taken us about 18 hours to get the like generators up to speed to start generating electricity to do that.
1: Yeah. On the other hand though, he did recently bring out a flamethrower as a product you're yeah. selling. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, and the postal service say they will not uh deliver anything that's called a
3: flamethrower so i've changed the name to not a flamethrower yeah so yeah i get i have this really romanticized vision of him and then i just he does this cooked stuff yeah i'm like oh, i'm really torn on what i want to think <laughs> about this guy
1: <laughs> i guess uh he's a man of bloody many flavors many colors yeah, yeah. i
3: would i would definitely take a not a flamethrower though yeah yeah
2: uh they're not actually built yet though they i think
3: I've seen him using one.
2: Yeah, but like shipped commercially. Production. It's probably I think, CGI. I
1: think uh, some of them have, are out there. I think I th- saw something like the first one has been put together. Right. Anyway, anything else going on? Mm, I haven't really been paying attention to much. What was Alex Jones doing with all the guns?
2: Oh, yeah. So Alex Jones' show, um, he's going on about Antifa again. Yeah. You know, going to take over. Yeah. I should had,
1: be, you need to get me up to speed on this stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, and, you know, we need to, obviously, they're they're asking for civil war, so here are some two guys from a a military gun shop Mm. who, like, sell, like, super-powered rifles uh, to talk about how we should arm ourselves to stop Antifa taking over. And they're like, yeah, if they want a war, just buy all these guns. Are these the guys that made the ad?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the gun shop ad that's like, if these if these weaklings want to take out all of our stuff, yeah, we're going to meet them with force. It
2: it's quite scary. I, I tweeted the video the other day, and it's like, yeah, these guys are actually just terrifying people into shooting people.
1: Uh, what else is going on? Well, something happened with Stephen Paddock recently.
2: Oh, uh, there's autopsy stuff. Mm. There's another guy arrested in conjunction. Yeah. Um,
1: What's he been arrested for, though?
2: Uh, cause he sold him all, a lot of the bullets basically. All right. Well, I don't know if you know, I was actually arrested, but wanting for questioning. And so a lot of the conspiracy boards lit up and like, see that they, they got another person. We told you there's two people involved.
1: And on his LinkedIn, he had like some sort of intelligence. Yeah. He like, had like uh,
2: high level security clearance,
1: but they're all like, he's got a high level security clearance. But if you actually look at his LinkedIn, it's like interests. Yeah. High level security yeah. clearance. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and that's the kind of thing you do put on your LinkedIn. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, basically it looks like he just sold him all the guns. He was an arms dealer. Yeah. Uh, like actually, you know, had a gun shop. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Poor form.
2: Um, I don't have
1: anything recent. Yeah. But I did come across this just before. Uh, we, Salty and I were discussing Sprite, mm. lemonade. Salty's
3: mind got blown. Blown recently. Your mind got blown recently, Salty. Yeah, because there was some meme from the, the States. Someone in the States posted on Facebook and it was like like MFW. I asked for lemonade and they give me Sprite. Mm. And I was like, I get it. <laughs> Sprite's not lemonade. What is it? It's lemon and lime. Oh, okay. Yeah. I always just thought it was like super delicious lemonade. Right. It's because it's got lime in it. Tastes better.
2: What's 7-Up? 7-Up's just lemonade, right? Yeah. Yeah. 7-Up's too sweet though.
3: But like, did you know Sprite was lemon and lime? Uh, I don't
2: think so, but I've probably never really thought about it. I would have just said lemonade though.
1: So Seltzer told me this and I was like, what? But then I was like, wait, I already knew that. (laughs) Because I very recently, because I've been watching a little bit of TV because the Olympics are on and stuff. And I've seen like Sprite ads and they really push the, like obviously the brief was, we need to make sure everyone knows that there's lime in this. Right. And so they really push hard on as, like, the final tagline. It's lemon and lime.
2: Huh. Do you think this is a sneaky Mandela effect? I jumped
1: online yeah. and looked up Sprite Mandela effect and you better believe there are a few threads about it. All right. <laughs> the best one of which was uh, I went to Wendy's mm-hmm. and I got a uh, Sprite but it tasted like vanilla. And it was like, have they Mandela affected Sprite? And then someone just replies, they gave you the wrong drink. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what, what do you reckon? Do you reckon the universe shifted and they changed the <laughs> flavour of Sprite? <laughs> or do you reckon like they haven't cleaned out the pipes on yeah. the dispenser?
2: One time when I was working in a bar, two guys came up and one of them ordered just an instant coffee. Sometimes, you know, oldies like an instant coffee. Yeah, in a bar, sure. Yeah, and then someone ordered a cup of tea. It was a bar and restaurant. Yep. Uh, I'd hope so. And I made them. And then one of them came back and said, Oh, I've got tea. I ordered coffee. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Oh, I don't remember making two, two teas. teas. Yeah. And then the other one comes back like a minute later and It's like, Oh, I ordered coffee and I got tea. Or tea, or the other way around. I'm like, Did you guys not work this out at the table? Idiots. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they thought they were Mandela Effect. <laughs> um, I found another Mandela Effect account from my recommended YouTubes and it was the Eurythmics. Sweet dreams are made of...
3: cheese." This?
2: <laughs> this, yeah. But everyone thinks it's these because she says it strangely. Yeah. Sweet dreams are made of these. That's how she says it.
0: Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I Whoa, was that? Too- no, it
2: was me, just me. Yeah.
3: That's just hacking a song together and saying words dumb so that it sounds like it rhymes. Yeah,
2: <laughs> she probably should have said these. Yeah, to save yeah. her saying this weirdly. Yeah. Any yeah. other business?
1: No, <laughs> if no. People, if people want to find us online, Hypoth- Hypothepod on the Twitter, mm-hmm. Hypothetical Institute. We are on Facebook. We are on iTunes. Both places you can leave us a review. We're on Redbubble, where you can score yourself a sweet mug. Or T-shirt. I think that's about all the places we are.
2: Robert? Uh, You can get me at Time and aleofatime.com, everywhere on the internet.
3: Uh, You can get me at Saltmarsh on Twitter, Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook, and check out the Toe Hider Patreon. You
1: can get me, gather around me on Facebook and iTunes for my other podcast, and at Sexenheimer if you want to read my my wonderful tweets.
2: Thanks, Thanks, guys. Bye.
0: Don't worry about a thing. I said don't worry about a thing Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry about a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia Say I buried Paul at the end of strawberry fields forever Ooh, Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 But he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 Which let's not forget where all the aliens are Ooh, Don't worry about a thing Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman And you're just blind if you can't see them What do you...